Hello and a happy new year to you too. Welcome to the 38th roundup of the PPC chat Twitter discussions that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. It's our first one of 2019. Exciting, eh? I'm your host, Anu, and I'm the founder of MindSwan, a company through which I aim to share my ideas about paid search, paid media, and especially my passion for doing digital reporting well through a tool that is already on everybody's laptop. Yes, that's right. It's Microsoft Excel. So yeah, if you want a free consultancy about what I can do for you in regards to paid media or just cutting your data analysis tool, just send me a message at hello at mindswan.com or get to me on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram with the handle mindswanppc. Um, so yeah, we've, we've got the first one of 2019. I've already made a silly mistake where I signed off um, a date and I dated it 2018. <laughs> Have you done one of those yet? <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, in our first episode of this year, we have the awesome Dwayne Brown, who is a Canadian-based founder of the PPC agency Take Some Risk Incorporated, leading us in a chat on drumroll, please, budget and strategy planning for the new year. So in short, who decides on budget and how do you spend the client's money? So yeah, with um, a lot of people um, chiming in today and being on fire um, with the answers, yeah, let's get right into it so yeah we've got um Dwayne Brown saying that um you know starting a question one with a nice easy one who are you what's your one of your big passions outside of PPC marketing tech I'm just going to go through a few of this answers here because um I'm sure you guys want to get really um, right into the answers about PPC and the budget. So we've got Cody saying, I'm Cody and outside of digital, I love fitness and foreign languages. We've got Mark Gustafson coming back with lovely gifts saying that, guys, I've missed you all so much. I hope you had a great break. Um, Malia again comes in saying, morning, super excited to be here. I run a team of seven now. So many, um, so maybe in and out as four of them are brand new, but it's a new year and I'm pumped to be part of this community as I as I am. Um, Dwayne e. Brown um, gives his own um, um, intro saying as my bio says been to 40 countries on six continents and love to travel. Yeah I say I love to travel but I've definitely not gone done anywhere close to that. So yeah and he says still have a bucket list with 40 more countries to go. Wow that'll be a heck of a list. Gil Gildner as well comes in saying, I'm Gil and my big passion outside of PPC is traveling. I've been to 43 countries and my wife and I travel to several more each year. I really just can't wait for me to hit that 10 mark even, 10, 12, 20 mark. Um, I don't think I've quite hit that yet. Um, JD Pratter comes in saying cycling and my new son Jude. Oh, congratulations, JD. Robert Brady um, goes, Robert Brady here doing great, love being active, usually outside. So golf, skiing, flag football, hiking, ultimate frisbee, usually with the family. Um, and then we've got um, Elsie, Elsie Hassey saying, I'm Larry. My big passion outside digital marketing has to be the outdoors. We live on the lake in Maine, so kayaking, fishing, hiking, etc. So getting on to question two, um, we've got um, Dwayne coming in with a Twitter poll saying, do you budget plan with clients or internal team or your boss? Click the tweet if you're on mobile or desktop. If you don't see it, by the way, hosting is hard. Keeping up with your is my workout today. So yeah, so um, the poll is literally an answer of yes, no, or maybe. I'll, um, I'll read the question again saying, do you budget plan with client or internal team 
or your boss click the tweet if you're on mobile desktop if you don't see it um, and the options are yes no or maybe click um, control marketing comes with their with their answer saying some of our clients come with a clear budget and plan but others especially really small businesses might take some advice from our owner first before creating the budget um, and then yeah we've got Amit Cabra um, handle AdWords girl replying saying I voted maybe for this one as depends on the situations sometimes we're super involved in budgeting and sometimes the client just tells us what they'd like to see of course we still give our input but as we all know clients don't always listen true that Mark Lee replied to question two saying it's been hard for me as really the sole digital marketer at my agency as well as having many clients who I'm only just now introducing PPC to. They don't understand budgets, spend really much at, um, at all so I have to teach as well as really create a budget from scratch. Um, I mean Cabra replies I can barely keep up with the responses and I'm not even hosting. So yeah we've got um, people being quite quite sympathetic to Dwayne Brown going hosting is hard um but quite an exciting role I'm sure it is um and then yeah we've got um a dog R. Thomas replying to question two saying I answered yes but it's really on a campaign by campaign level overall budget planning isn't discussed with me and um, we've got Larry replying to question two saying every client is different some provide their budgets for me to work within and others ask for help in working out budgets for the year or quarter ahead Mark Gustafson replies to question two saying depends on circumstances and what our role is sometimes I have more to say in overall strategy than others most of the time on the agency size side I'll propose a budget and forecast of what can be obtained and then they consider that internally and then they consider that internally with everything else. Julie Bicini replies um, to question two saying it is wonderful when I'm consulted about what budget should be for a coming time period. More often though I'm given a figure figures and then provide my recommendation on how best to allocate these funds. Um, and then yeah when doing um, it does a um, a second comment on the question saying glad to see we got some yeses in there my next question is where we can talk about what the why's and why not um nick knox um replies to question two saying every client or team is different when my experience sem has always influenced budget and planning mark gustafson replies to question um two saying um in-house depends on the role but for in-house it depends on the role but sure but for sure there's a lot more um, say if I own PPC then my opinion and forecast business cases hold weight when I've managed multiple channels then even more so um, and then we've got Amit Cabra replying um, to question two saying I voted maybe and as I answered before sometimes we're super involved in budgeting and sometimes the client just tells us what they'd like to see Cody McCormack replies to question two saying yes looking at what the budget will actually be impactful and what the client can handle in terms of leads, etc., is key. So Dwayne Brown then goes on to question three, saying, if so, why do you do it? If not, why not? Especially, I want to hear from the nurse. So our collective brain trust can help you do it in 2019. Budget planning and Excel sheets are sexy. Oh, yes, totally second that, Dwayne. Um, yeah, but before we go into that, we've got Raw Digital replying to question two, saying we answered yes, but it does vary. We certainly do this during the account build, and then it tends to be more down to the client to tell us if anything changes with the budget. 
Clear Control Marketing replies to question two, saying some of our clients come with a clear budget and plan, but others, especially really small businesses, might take some advice from our owner first before creating the budget. And to his part three to question two, uh, Mark um, Gustafson replies saying, I will add that we 100% should be involved. Don't just let people assign you a budget and say, make a deal with it, come up with different options and provide forecasts and plans. I think failing to do this is really a disservice to clients. It sets expectations too. So what I've found my experience to be really is the fact that clients do ask for a proposal, you know, and what we feel that they'll spend. But they then just come back and go, okay, this is what we have. Sometimes it's a lot, um, it's an amount a lot below forecast. Sometimes it's an amount a lot higher than forecast. And I tend to in the past be very clear as to what I can spend. And um, if it's too much, I will warn them that it will be too much. And at some point I'll just be hiking up the CPCs or get, um, getting no return if they want me to spend the budget. So it's really, this is one of those important parts where I feel it's important we communicate. We are the experts. You know what your budget, especially when you know, and especially if something that you've been running for a few years, you know what you should be running. You know what the budget should be. So definitely push back on that. And even if the client doesn't agree with you and still gives you a budget that you didn't recommend, make sure you still set the expectations of what the performance would be like based on what their pushback has been. And in short, we've got Amali replying to question um, two going, yes, yes. Um, Glenn Schmelzel replies to question two saying, I voted no um, to the PPC chat poll because rightly or wrongly, I stake our agency's work on a plan we formulate. Mostly clients want, want whatever is going to give them results, limits to how much sausage making they want to know. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Josh Kelson replying to question two, saying budget planning is essential. I plan with clients and my boss for internal purposes. We have to help clients hit budgets. And then internally, we have to project where revenue is tracking. Julie Bettini replies to um, question three. Um, then going on, yeah, our first answer question for question three, saying process is often different for established versus new clients. New want to know what should we expect to spend and established want to know how to grow from current level and how or in what ways platforms, in what ways or platforms that can be done. Um, Amali replies to question three saying collaboration. It's important for everyone to be on the same page for what we have to spend both we are with our clients, but also internally. I find openness around budgets allows me as a director to give better strategic advice or reasoning. Um, and then, yeah, we've got, um, yeah, Amali then continuing on that for, to continue in her answer to question two, actually saying that um, I didn't realize recently that due to fluctuating fluctuating budgets we are at a lack of one place to keep track of all of it we had a lack of one place to keep track of it i'm working on that part um cody mccormack then replies to question three saying without strategies helping pick a budget for strategic or marketing reasons you're often at the mercy of your sales teams and the budget they pick is almost never optimal yeah exactly which is why you, you should use your knowledge, put the plan together. Even if they don't ask for it, I feel it's always important to actually just prep them on what you definitely advise that they should spend when that had that whole coming up to a new quarter um, gets closer. So hopefully you guys were doing that um, coming near the end of December. Josh Kelson replies to question three, saying budget planning for clients is essential to keep them plan 
for seasonality, maximize times of year to spend, as well as monthly budget. Internally, we plan to understand revenue the company is going to get and identify yellow flag clients. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Julie Bettini replying to question, replying to Cody McCormack, where he said, without strategies helping to pick a budget for strategic marketing reasons, you're often at the mercy of your sales team and the budget they pick is almost never optimal. And Julie replies to that truth. Um, Jill, um, Gil Gilner even replies to question three, saying it's vastly important to do so, but sometimes the client simply doesn't have enough money. So there's always a cap to how much you can actually have control over. Yeah, when the client doesn't have enough budget is just about again setting expectations of the fact that you know the revenues or the return is not going to be as high as they might expect it um it rhymes with eyes replies to question number um, three saying because i'm accountable for performance i'm by definition accountable for spend and identifying gaps we can't always get what we want but we can always operate with the best information possible Raw Digital replies to question three, saying it especially helps us to understand how to split the budget between the campaigns, making decisions on which ones should have more of the set budgets than others due to higher ROI for those particular services or products. Um, and then, yeah, Amali replies to um, Cody where he replied, went to his reply to question three, saying without strategies helping peak, pick um a budget for strategic marketing reasons we often at the mercy of the sales team. Amala replies, honestly, this is why strategists are so crucial to the work we do. We have a strategist involved with sales from the beginning and sales gives ranges, which allows us to ultimately choose. Yeah. Cody replies, I like the idea of having strategists in on sales. How scalable is that? How much time or effort do strategists end up spending on potential sales that don't ultimately become ultimately become paying clients yes that's a that's a very good question so yeah amelia replies in our initial sales funnel is so strong that the strategist doesn't get involved until we've weeded out clients essentially they go in three buckets unlikely to sign put on a basic package too small to even have a strategist involved and then bigger clients who will benefit that's really good Dwayne Brown says, interesting, you have a strategy person in from day one. Um, Amala replies, as soon as they get past our client sales, our initial sales funnels, we have a dedicated team member, half tactical on the marketing team, half strategic, sorry, half, half strategist on the sales team, getting there, look at the analytics and give the ranges projections to the sales team. So yeah, we've then got um yeah Larry replying to question three saying bigger brands have accounting departments with very strict rules and that's his answer to question three. Um, and then continuing, he goes, the clients who work with me, we usually base it off results and return versus a hard number. Spend can increase as long as we can maintain a certain percentage return on non-brand as an example. Um, and then we've got click control marketing replying to um. Julie Bicini, where Julie had said process is often different for established versus new clients. New want to know what should we expect to spend and established want to know how to grow from current levels and how or in what ways. Um, click control markets and reply to that saying we see those exact patterns with our own clients. With anything new, business owners need guidance and a baseline of expectations while existing clients have seen the results and want more. And we then have Mike Crimmins replying to question three, saying someone has to do it, right? In all seriousness, it used um, it's used for new businesses, planning, etc. Can't imagine not being a part of it, even if it's just budgeting what a client allocates. 
and then we've got um, Amit Cabra replying to question three saying, um, I like to work with a client when determining a budget for several reasons. One, collaborating is fun. Two, keeps the client in the loop, but also gives them an idea of how my mind works. Three, I think it builds some trust when you're involving them in some decisions. Um, and then we've got Jennifer Lash replying to question two and three saying, yes, we budget plan, but we center planning um, more strictly around return targets rather than allocated dollar amounts or maintaining a target ROAS, ROI, appropriate KPIs at a campaign level. Um, and then we've got um, Julie Piccini replying to um, Amalia, what Amalia says, um, yeah, definitely. And that was definitely to Julia Vice when she goes, become, because I'm accountable for performance, I'm by definition definition accountable for spending and identifying gaps. Amalia replies, definitely. I also find it helps to have an initial. Often people's budgets are not in line with their expectations. Conversation and do a projection of what they can expect click conversion wise from day one. Yeah. So that's basically going back to what I said about, you know, come in with what your idea is or what the plan is going to be. And depending on what they push back, set the expectations of what they're actually going to get based on what they're insisting the budget should be. Um, Julie Bettini replies, if you ask a new client if they've established a budget for the initiative and they say no, we want you to tell us what it should be. I will often throw out a really high number. It's amazing how often that reveals that there's actually a budget range that is acceptable. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, um, Lal Said uh, Mohammed. Replying saying, I am, I'm, hi, I'm Lal Said. Outside of PPC SEM, I'm hooked to TV series on following nutrition or fitness plans. Um, we've got Mark Gustav Syndrome replying to question three, saying, my first experience at my first agencies, we were not involved. We just executed on the budget the client gave us. In reality, we needed to be involved. PPC efforts were largely flat year on year as a result. So yeah. And then we've got um, a new name on our, on our chat today, Nicole Mears. Um, replying to question three saying at my former agency it was a mix between clients dictating budgets and clients collaborating with us our goal was to provide quarterly data-backed recommendations tied to their strategies goals etc and let them make an informed decision and then continuing she goes on to say the best budgeting processes were with clients that were open about their greater business goals plans or environments so we could fold that into our overall recommendations or planning so yeah it's all about being open um, and honest um, with what the bigger plan is and that's I think is very important so because I think clients think that because our specialty is PPC we don't understand about the importance of integration with other channels and you know knowing what could be the best other better channels to work their budgets with so it's really important to you know push a client to you know, explore by making sure that they're spending on the other channels that that would then uplift the performance of PPC. Um, and then, yeah, we've got um, Dwayne Brown then replying to um, um, Julie Bicini where she said, um, if you ask a new client if they've established a budget for the initiative and they say no, we want you to tell us what it should be. I will often throw out a really high number. It's amazing how often that reveals there's actually a budget range that is acceptable. Dwayne replies to that, good point, Julie, throwing out that high number to set where the top end is. Most clients do have a budget we find too. Also, we sometimes find clients don't know how much digital is going to cost. So yeah, you guys use that guys as a tip of a client 
goes, oh, you guys tell us what there is, where there's no, there's no budget limit. Just put a ridiculous amount and you will definitely know what the budget limit is. Um, girl, girl, no replies. The good thing is when clients come from traditional marketing, they're used to seeing some super high numbers. When a billboard costs eight, eight, um, $8,000 a month and a magazine ad costs $15,000, it's a no brainer to show them how much more digital can get them. Um, Adrian replies, I may be a digital guy, love billboards and the mural ads, love this priest um, from a few years ago. I'm actually going to give you the link of um, what ad that he talks about. And yeah, it looks like a, a nice little one about a little bit about Donald Trump, it seems there. Anyway, you guys can see it in the link. Um, and yeah, um, Julia Vice replies saying, and, and now they are digital billboards, baby. Those elevator screens, outdoor and transit ads are bought programmatically by me, she says. Um, so yeah, we've got some really good um, insights there about what people can do outside of PPC. So yeah, Dwayne then goes, I better move on to question four before you'll kill me for being slow. Um, and then he goes, what is or what was your current process for figuring out this year's budget? We heard from one person in e-com, they use ROAS to help. What do y'all who do, who don't do e-com do? So what do y'all who don't do e-com do? So what's your current process for figuring out this year's budget? Um, and then, yeah, we've got, um, first of all, Mark Gustafson replying to Nicole Myers, where she said the best budgeting processes were with, um, were with clients that were open about their greater business goals, plans, or environment, so we could fold that into our overall recommendations or planning. She re he replies this, when you are able to break beyond typical KPIs and get to real business goals, um, then you can have a meaningful conversation. Sure, you want a certain number of leads at a, at a CPA, but let's talk about close rates and getting them to close one. Then we can budget. And then we've got um, the guys from Marks Media coming in uh, and they give like the answers back to back to questions um one to three starting off so um this is um jason um they say tweeting for marks media in brooklyn um biggest passion outside of ppc's books and movies and he's a vor voracious reader pacing has slowed a little this year and he reviews movies with a friend for self-managed freelance site um in answer to question two he goes already answered yes in the poll but to elaborate we discuss budgets with clients and get their approval before launching um in answer to question three he said um, he then goes it's the client's money and if they have an idea of how to budget or break things up across campaigns based on priority great if not we provide our input amalia then replies to question four saying we have yearly strategy meetings with clients whose budgets fluctuate and are big enough we define seasonal trends or cpa trends from the past year ask about their marketing budgets for 2019 and any events then divide accordingly and adjust as we go uh, Mike Crimmins replies to question four saying if it was an existing client looking at areas that are performing well and could be expanded on with additional targeting or added more budget to cover lost impression share. Um, JD Pratter replies to question four saying pretty much look at last year's budget as guide then break down seasonalities and quarters finally lay on ad networks where we've had success and add ones we want to experiment. Um, Julie Vicini replies to um, question four, saying, um, open two-way communication is key. I have ideas for where we could expand, but those must be balanced with what the client is comfortable with spending in total 
or by platform. And before we continue, I need to go back to like um, a very interesting thread here that I almost missed. So in reply to question three, Julia Vice had said, because I'm accountable for performance, I'm by definition accountable for spending and identifying gaps. We can't always get what we want, but we can always operate with the best information possible. Amali replied to that saying, definitely. I also find it helps to have an initial Often people's budgets are not in line with the expectations conversation and do a projection of what they can expect. Click on com, click conversion wise from day one. Um, Julia replies to that totes. Almost all my clients have dreams that don't match their wallets, even the big dogs. Um, Dwayne replies, especially sometimes the big dogs bear budgets with expensive wine results. Um, Julia replies, right, and the big and the big biggies are so often about proving before committing. Hello, budget direct performance. Um, then Julie, Julie Buccini replies saying, it's really important to tell a client flat out if their budget is too small to perform any kind of meaningful testing of the waters in a platform. If not, it wastes everyone's time and can poison the well. RA attitudes about paid search and social. Very true. So yeah, Julia then replies to that saying, um, statistics significantly results... <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to go back to that. Statistically significant results are so important here. If the money are spread too thin, we don't learn anything. I'm doing replies to that. Preach, ladies. So, yeah, going back to um, our answer to question four, we got um, um, Nate Knox replying to, um, to that, saying, I run some models to show expected cost um, increases, CPC, CPA, impressions, share, etc., and use that to start. Then it turns into a sort of negotiation well, we need uh, this amount of dollars for ABCD, but we can move um, this amount of dollars to SEM, things like that, after using previous year as a start. Then we've got, then we've got Larry replying to question four, saying using results from the previous year, but also looking at the opportunities. I also believe it is important to build in some testing budget outside normal testing. Um, then Mark Gustafson replies to question four, Five. Hmm. I don't even see that question come up yet. <laughs> well, who knows? Um, I think this might be actually to question four. Uh, Mark goes, while there isn't a usually a firm budget already in place, there are typically ranges. Taking last year's metrics and applying them to next year and then including new initiatives gives a good idea of where to be. A fluid budget based on COGS is ideal in my opinion. So yes, that was an answer to question of four. Um, and then we've got um, Cody McCormack replying to question um, question four, saying, I work with a handful of small, medium businesses, so our budgeting is rarely set on a yearly basis. Usually we review the previous quarter's performance and do a product review and determine if budget might be better spent on PPC rather than Facebook or whatever. Um, and then, yeah, we've got... Um, yeah, Dwayne Brown then replying to Nate Knox where he said, I run some models to show expected cost increases and use that to start. Um, and yeah, he goes on to the discussion and Dwayne replies, I feel like this could be a great talk at a conference, Nate. I'm sure you can show some people at SMX or a Hero Conference a better way to budget plan. Yep, that we could always be getting tips, be giving good tips on how to budget plan. Nate replies, haha, it would be a great topic if it didn't have to say if I didn't have to say, but it depends on the client in every breath. Um, Dwayne replies, maybe you give a couple of examples of high and low spending clients, teach them your process more than anything. Nate replies, now that everything is booked, I will have to look at next year 
pitch schedules and doing replies i'm sure you can get some things on the second half of the year smx hero conference london and brighton seo will open up in the summer you got this um so yeah and he made replies i did add speaking to my list of things to do this year so yeah that's that'll be a great one for us to catch if um we get Nate coming in to tell us about a great way to do some budget planning. Um, Amit Cabra then replies to question four, saying we use last year's budget to help look at the seasonality of cost and CPA. From there, we'll make some decisions on what the budget needs to look like. Um, and then we've got um, Amalia replying, um, well, actually um, coming in with a comment here saying, while I have you all here, PPC chat, can you point me to your best learning Google Analytics resources? I've identified it, identified it as a gap in my knowledge that I want to fix this quarter. So, hey, that might be something that we talk about very soon. Um, and then we've got Mark's Media replying to question um, four, saying, um, going, we've already discussed the 2019 budgets plan with our main hospitality PPC client based on the internal plans and guidance. Um and in answer to question four, we've got Josh Kelson saying last year as a base, I'm communicating with clients consistently to see where we can improve programs, what I think budgets could be with continued ROAS forecasting, etc. Internally, usually last um, in, internally, usually last year as base, then what new clients we have we have, increases in budgets, etc. Um, and then we've got John Kagan replying to question four, saying, um, after we assess what drives value and needs more funding, we calculate the impression lost to budget, add 5% for typical CPC growth and add it to the current budget for the following year. We try and do this campaign by campaign. Um, so yeah, well, then Dwayne goes on to question five, saying, great to see some of your mentioned testing as that was my next question. I'll tweak the ask. How much of your budget do you usually put towards testing? Um, but before we go into that, we've got Nicole Myers um, then replying to question four, saying, take into account last year's budget, seasonality, year-on-year, -year, changes in traffic or cost inflation, budget for testing, and I know I'm a broken record, major client business shifts, except example, opening or closing locations, adding product or service line, etc. Um, we've got Mike Crimmins replying to question five, saying no set amount varies from client to client, and what I see possible for testing would like to do it as do a set 10% at some point. Doing reply, doing brown replies, we usually do 10% give or take what we have to spend that year for the client, the testing budget also have its own CPA worst target. John Kagan replies to question five saying it varies by channel and vertical. We usually allocate one to two percent for testing, but often most tests encompass current efforts, so there is little incremental. Um, Daily Prater replies to um, question five saying I budget for 10% dedicated to experimentation, new platforms, ad types, place, placements, etc first mover advantage is real. Um, Julie Bettini replies, ideally at least 10% available to use to try things out. So it looks like people are on the five to 10% mark. Um, and then, yeah, we've got, um, um, yeah, Glenn Schmelzel then um, going 10 to 15% as well in answer to question five. And um, in reply to question five, um, Daily Prater goes 10% in terms of what percentages they use of budget goes towards testing. And no, it's not usually done according to a CPA or ROAS target. It's a test with the goal of learning. 
um, we may have some hypothesis for the outcomes, but we're not held to it. In reply to that, Duane replies, that's good. Testing and learning is key. Help decided what to focus on as you train, as you train it to Christmas 2019. Um, and yeah, J.D. Prater was like, learning is almost as important as rowing. Yes, I really wish some a lot more clients um, did agree with that and did work towards learning. And then we've got um, Cody McCormack replying to question five saying testing new keywords, add copy and landing pages constantly. I would say 10% sounds about right. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Amalia replying to question five saying 10% ish. Some clients are very picky, so we ask or don't test against um, my better judgment. I speak about testing after all. I mean, Cabra replies to question five saying depends on the client and other overall budgets, but we'll do somewhere around 5 to 15%. Max Media replies to question 5 saying we traditionally start campaigns with ad testing and narrow down text and display ads depending on the client and available assets. We also test keywords, match types too, and over time we narrow it down towards converting. Um, Larry replies to question 5 saying about 10 to 15% generally, but it also varies by clients. Some love to be aggressive with testing new opportunities and some are more conservative. Mark Gustafson replies to question 5 saying with testing it depends on the percentage of the budget that is being spent on campaigns with high conversion rate. If the current budget is very constrained with high conversion rate, I'm cautious. Other times the budget is larger and the big wins are taken care of. I'll be more liberal with testing. Um, and then reply to question five, we've got um, Doug R. Thomas going, are we talking intra-channel testing or new channel testing? Intra-channel should be more or less built into your system. New channels are a pitch just like anything else. You're going to burn a percentage of spend already through the year on a bad campaign idea anyway. Um, and so, yeah, we've then got... Um, Dwayne Brown saying 2019 goal is getting cannabis. Anyone want to help me make this happen? <laughs> and that's a reply to um, Larry where he said, yes, we're anxiously awaiting the platform to allow for advertising here as well. And um, and that was in reply to um, Julia where she said, a props of out of house be legalized up here. Hold your applause and digital channels actually won't let us run ads. It's against their talks their terms of conditions even so it's out of house and podcast for me and my sticky giant cannabis budget um so yeah Dwayne then goes on to that saying 2019 goals is getting a cannabis anyone to help me make this happen um the real advice is you know i'm in um and then yeah julia then continues saying it's not the clients they hard digital already it's the platform facebook in particular had all the nerve to say that accepting weed dollars amounts to profiting from the drug trade amounts to profiting from the drug trade after russia you assholes are saying this is to me um so yeah some political debates going on there and we're going to move back on to quickly i'll talk about digital marcus tinder replies to question continues his question to his answer to question five saying in my opinion testing is valuable for gaining knowledge where you need to have a decent chance of beating the metrics of the replacement campaign. If that's doable, then it just depends how risky you want to be. But like, like most are saying, 10% is typical um, and safe. 
so yeah Dogar Thomas then continues his answer to question five saying like yeah trying something weird in search ads when you're already running it should be fine to try it no matter what going moving your GDM budget to earned media that's a shift that probably is, is a bigger discussion because you started with GDN as an outreach strategy so yeah Dwayne then goes on to question six saying maybe our last questions of today's chat I see a few of you mentioned testing new channels. What are you up? What are your top two or three channels you want to test in 2019 and why? Um, and then, yeah, we've then got, um, yeah, Julie Puccini going, I really want to do something in Quora. Um, he just CCs, um, JD Pratter because JD Pratter does work, work for Quora now. Um, by the way, JD will be guest hosting in two weeks to talk all about Quora advertising. So yes, let's all prepare ourselves for that. Josh Kelson then replies to question six saying, depends on client. That said, or areas looking to enter or test with various clients, programmatic display, Facebook, Instagram, Baidu, Yahoo. Uh, Mike Crimmins replies, most of my clients are lead based. So usually we do bottom of funnel. Excited to do some top of funnel testing for sure. Never thought I would miss doing display or brand awareness until I switched agencies and wasn't doing any brand awareness anymore. Um, Cody McCormack replies um, to question six saying, I'd like to learn more about Amazon ads. It seems like a potentially good way to build brand recognition for clients with written collateral. JD Pratt replies to um, Julie Buccini saying, yeah, look out for Quora ads in 2019. And John Kagan replies to question six saying, I feel like I grossly underused the keywordless efforts in Reddit. Quora and other alternative search partners, so I want to go more into those for 2019. Mark Gustafson replies to question six saying, Quora, I'm about to start a new position next week where I tend to spend as much as I can there if it's as good as JD Pratter claims for B2B. Not really PPC, but podcasts on my list for 2019 too. Um, how would, what do you mean, Mark, creating them or actually? you know, starting a new one. It's, well, I mean, creating them or listening to more podcasts because, yeah, I know very good podcasts you should definitely be listening to. Um, so, yeah, we've got Larry Dengo, Cora and video. I have done some video with clients, but it's really a great medium for the right brands. Um, Amit Cabra replies, I'd love to check out Cora because, probably because of JD Pratter. So, yeah, a lot of um, people advising Cora there. So, guys, definitely tune in in a couple of weeks if you're new to Cora and you're not sure how to use Cora there because um, JD Pratter will be on it for us. Um, Nicole Mears um, replies to question six saying, Reddit, it's a tough crowd because self promotion is so frowned upon, but engagement in target communities and the preciseness of sub Reddit targeting is impressive. Um, and yeah, we've then got that will be it for today's chat. We then got, um, you know, a lot of thanks for joining Brown. He gave some really good questions there. Had some times for, you know, even adding his own answers to there. So we really got some knowledge about um, budgeting, testing, you know, being the expert in your field, using about 10% of um, budget um, to do for testing and making sure always, you know, to try new things. And this year it looks like, um, Quora and Reddit will be on top of uh, people's lists and um, I hope you guys will be trying new things for the new year so yeah Julie Bicini closes us all saying fantastic job hosting today Dwayne Brown great questions and discussion join me for next week's chat chat topic to be determined 
So yeah, I hope you enjoyed our first episode of the year, you know, that was like a really nice and lively chat. I hope you've got some really great ideas about budgeting. I hope it's giving you more confidence as to if you, you know, did hold, um, hold your, onto your guns and decided what the budget should be according to your experience and the clients that still either went for it or didn't go for it. I hope you still hold on to what your recommendation recommendations should be and what the performance is going to be like because expectations and setting expectations is always very key. So yeah, if you want to chat about this topic or any of the other paid um, media or data analysis solutions that I could help you with or anything that we've um, talked about today or anything you'd like us to talk about in any of the future um, PPC chats, please do get in touch with me by sending me an email email at hello at mindswan.com. And remember, for your campaigns or businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So... Keep your swans kicking. Bye.